Welcome to the Octavius Gould Experience, and I am your host, Octavius Gould. Today, I'm excited to bring to you episode number 13 titled, How to Enhance Your Company's Creativity. In episode 11, I actually discuss roadblocks that hinder creativity. I found during my career in corporate America and as an entrepreneur that many people assume that creativity is reserved for professionals in corporate America. However, entrepreneurs must also establish environments in which creativity can flourish for themselves and their employees. The first step is to develop a culture within your startup or emerging business that fosters and rewards creativity. How can you do this? Number one, make creativity a core value. As the founder and leader, you have a responsibility to establish an innovative environment that starts by developing a mission statement for your business. Why is this important? It will actually set the tone and let every employee you hire know that innovation and creativity are paramount to the organization's success. Number two, raise the bar to creative thinking and start by being creative yourself. This will inspire your team members to be more creative as well. It will eventually become woven into your company's fabric, creating a situation where innovation and creativity becomes an expectation. Some companies have even created think tanks and internal panels or conducted regular brainstorming sessions to enhance creativity within their organization. So you may want to try that as well. Number three, embrace diversity, inclusion and equity or diversity, equity and inclusion. Studies have shown that one of the best ways to cultivate a culture of creativity is to recruit and hire diverse staff. This will open up a dynamic, in my opinion, where different experiences actually foster more ideas within your small business. In my opinion, too often hiring authorities hire people who look or sound like them because they're actually unwilling to move outside of their comfort zone. You got to be open minded as a leader and hiring authority and hire individuals who can bring new experiences and expertise into your organization. Individuals who will require you to be more engaging to ascertain what they're all about and what drives their hot button. So don't be fearful. Please allow me to pause and ask for a favor. If you're enjoying my podcast, please hit like, subscribe or share. It will actually help others learn about my podcast since it's new. And I truly appreciate that help. Let's jump to number four. Continuously ask employees, what would you do differently and what if? This will set the stage for open-mindedness within your organization. And that's important because younger generations will resign from organizations who are stuck in that we've always done it this way zone. All of us educated and experienced subject matter experts must avoid being narrow minded because some of the best organizations were founded by young entrepreneurs, many of whom didn't even have a college degree or have stepped into a business course. They utilize their life experience and their passion for starting something new. And they became forward thinking, utilizing innovation and creativity to set them on a path to success. Most of these people had a great idea that they executed on either alone or with the help of others. 
So make sure that you are open-minded to new ideas, but you create an environment where people can come to you with their ideas. Number five, soften employees' fear of failure. Creative ideas will produce some failures along the way to success. We know that. But leaders must refrain from punishing employees who make mistakes while putting forth tremendous effort, especially when they're trying to find new, more effective ways to do things. Yes, you can reel them in, but don't stomp out their creative thought process. Number six, empower employees to be problem solvers. When I was a young sales manager many years ago at MCI Telecommunications, I always tried to solve every business problem on my own. This included solving employees' problems as well. Yes, I was naive in thinking that because I wanted to be the greatest leader, I was always telling and showing people what they needed to do. And instead of allowing them to think through things and figure out some of the solutions on their own, Thankfully, I was committed to self-development and I learned to inspire and empower my employees to think more strategically and to think in tactical ways as well. This actually created, in my opinion, an environment where employees were willing to learn new things, embrace change, accept additional responsibility and freely share their ideas, which made me more successful, made them more successful and ultimately made the organization more successful. Number seven, change the office appearance. Work environments can impact people's creativity. Studies have shown that. So try having retreats or brainstorming sessions outside of your office. Some businesses have been successful in creating open spaces where employees can work unrestricted. Open it up. Create an area where four to five people can get out there with their laptop and work productively and actually share ideas amongst themselves that will ultimately help your organization become greater. You can also try increasing natural light in your office and utilizing bright colors because that energizes the brain. Number eight, provide your employees with tools. It's imperative that you give employees tools, creative training, as well as resources. This is even if it's in the form of time. And here's what I mean. I'm talking about time for them to develop ideas and new projects. Don't let your employees sit in the office daydreaming all day. Set some boundaries, but give them time outside of their normal activities to be creative, to think of new things that will enhance the organization. Number nine, develop an idea management system. It does no one any good, in my opinion, if your business fails to provide employees with a structured method to cultivate and capture great ideas. So what is an idea management or idea management system? I did some research. Per the definition given by Gartner, idea management is a structured process that helps generate, gather, discuss, improve, organize, elevate, and categorize valuable insights or alternative thinking that may not arise through normal processes. What is an idea management software? An idea management software automates idea management, allowing managers and employers to streamline the capturing of ideas, evaluations, and implementation. Essentially, an idea management tool should let you collect ideas 
anonymously and non-anonymously vote, collaborate, and transform them into tasks to finally implement it. And if you're interested in idea management softwares, here are some of the best of 2022 conducted research again. Trying to be thorough for you all. Number one, idea note. Number two, bright idea. Number three, idea scale. Number four, organized feedback. Number five, idea drop. Number six, idea wake. Number seven, Mango Apps, number eight, Myro, nine, Canny, and number 10, Plain Box. Conduct your own research. Google is a great tool. Utilize it. Just because this organization listed a particular company number one doesn't mean that they're the most cost effective or the best for your organization and your needs. So conduct your own research on Google and ascertain what type of idea management software is more suitable for you. Back to my episode number 10. Speak with your customers. You can't be the type of entrepreneur or small business that once you sell an organization or a person, your service or product, you move on to the next one because you want to focus on reoccurring revenue. So you want to develop and maintain relationships with your existing customer base as well as you go after new logos. But more importantly, it's a great way to ascertain what's happening in your marketplace and to solicit ideas that will create an opportunity for you to enhance your product and services and better your organization. The best entrepreneurs and companies are committed to talking to their customers to ascertain what's working and what's not working. Never forget that. That's very important. In closing, leaders and entrepreneurs must commit to being more innovative and creative in this fast-paced business environment that we find ourselves in. And this starts at the top. It starts with the founder of the organization or the CEO president of that emerging small business. And make sure that you avoid chastising employees who challenge the status quo. Instead, encourage creativity by rewarding your employees who generate great ideas, especially if it reduces customer attrition or enhances profits. My friends, if you covet compelling content on entrepreneurship or leadership, please hit like Share and subscribe to this podcast today so you can be alerted to future episodes. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Carpe diem.